Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello there. Um, unfortunately, we're not here to talk about the Luton Cup game because we're going to tie that in with Wolves in the week. Um, this is following on from the very sad news today that Frank Lampard um, has departed our lovely club. Um so, uh, joining tonight is four of us. There's Ash. Hi, Ash. You all right, Trace? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, Rick? Hi, everyone. And Jordan? Yo. Well, I don't even know where to begin. I've been thinking about this all day. And thank you to, I do want to say, thank you to our lovely followers who I've been chatting with all day about this. And so many of them have said that they couldn't wait to hit to, to hear what we had to say so it's only right that we come together last minute dash to to get this done so thank you all for being available um the unfortunate thing though if i just if i can just jump in the unfortunate thing is we've become known for our sort of pub chat yeah banter. and okay i am like fairly like through a bottle of vodka as we speak but <laughs> I just how are we gonna laugh? How are we gonna how are we gonna make this fun to listen to? Like should, should I do my I just, first joke? I just don't know where. The the Go the, on. the uh, beer I've decided to drink for this pod is called Push the Button because it seemed quite apt for Roman. Mm. Oh nice. move move the can away from the mo- like I couldn't hear that uh, as well. You were quiet. Yeah. Oh sorry. Push the button. Push the button so it's apt for Roman, that one. This one. Cheers, Roman. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's going so, to be very hard to keep <laughs> upbeat, but I still feel like we've got it in us because we can't help but be a bit stupid at times. I do just want to say, actually, oh, yeah. before we get into the nitty gritty of how we're really feeling about this, at 8pm this evening, some very good people on Twitter decided we were going to raise a glass for um, Frank. Uh, so involved in that was Jess, and I said I'd give them all a little shout out. Jess, Brett Gascoigne, Tom Clifford, Stuart Irwin, Dino, Jordan, our very own, and uh, uh, pa- uh, Patrick Moen-Lisk. Uh Also, yeah. Pimlico, oh no, Paul, the Pimlico, um, I can't remember his other name now, Paul Wheeler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's the Pimlico something. Um, he, uh, we all raised a little glass for Frank at 8pm for his number eight today. Um, it does really feel like I don't know about you guys but I do actually feel like this feels like it's grief like like it's a bereavement yeah well it's no coincidence that three of us are dressed in black Jordan didn't I've... get a memo yeah I did <laughs> half and half mate black and white <laughs> what you see is what you get <laughs> to reveal a black t-shirt underneath he's, uh, he's gone full derby on us <laughs> full derby in. there you go you see just... there's your giggle <laughs> there's there's the um, it's in memory of Frank derby fan I'm yeah um, yeah it's, it's a difficult one man it's weird so I guess we should um kind of talk about the timing um it seems very very odd that this now comes after an FA Cup win that's taken us into the fifth round um as we have lost I probably would have completely been able to understand a little better although I don't feel like the board have 
done what they set out to do, which was to see this out for the long haul. Um, I think it's quite evident that Roman got a little bit itchy fingered, you know, knowing that Tuchel probably, or Tuchel, however you want to say it, it could come in. Um, was anyone actually shocked? Because I had obviously seen the rumours, you you know, you see it all, but I don't really think I ever really believed it. I didn't think that we were in when, a crisis. It's when Matt Law said it, that's when you know. Yeah, right. he's, I knew he's as soon pretty, as I saw pretty that bang on. As soon as I saw him put, I was like, "Yeah, fuck, he's done. Yeah. He's done." I think, I think we're, I think we're all shocked. I think mm. I, I can't imagine anybody wasn't shocked because no matter how many times you see rumours and hearsay, it's it's always just that. Um, Lampard carries, you know, a lot of love from us, from from yeah. from every Chelsea fan, rightfully so. Club's top scorer, possibly greatest all-time player. Um, obviously that's a debate but he bleeds blue he's been you know second to John Terry Mr Chelsea you know mm. he, he has joined the club at a young age um, okay he was already in his football career at that time he was already playing but he's been here for 20 years now like as player and manager um, and uh, no matter what you know we could have got we could have lost another six seven games and I would have still been surprised I still would have been shocked. I still felt like the, you know, I felt like I've been punched in the in the fucking chest. To be honest, hmm. it winded me. Hmm. How about you, Rick? Um, I thought about this last week when he was still in the job, and I was a little bit, I was a little bit concerned um, after the Leicester game, hmm. and I was a little bit worried. And I thought, and I looked at the fixtures, and I thought, well, he's not gonna. Sack him now. I, I thought Luton's a very good opportunity to get some confidence. Perhaps you can try something different, see if it works, whatever. And then I was looking at Wolves and Burnley. Then I thought if he can win both of those games, mm-hmm. I think he'd be all right then. Um, and he didn't even make it to Wolves. So I think that was, think that was hope, wasn't it? It was more the timing that shocked me than anything. I must admit, I, I wasn't. Shocked that he was sacked. I'm never shocked when Roman sacks well, anyone, no. if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, it doesn't shock me. After Ancelotti got the boot after winning the double and finishing second, I've never been shocked since. Um, but it was more the timing that shocked me. And I would have liked to have seen him, but it kind of makes me think. I'll go on to it a little bit later in the pod, but it sort of hey, you makes said me think. I don't think it was ever a long-term appointment. No. Um, I think okay. he was brought in specifically the situation that we had. We had a load of, we had lots of over the hill players, had a squad that was splintered and split in half. He needed somebody to come in. No one wanted that job. Hmm. He was the only person that took that job. There's no way was, and there's a transfer ban. He probably wanted, um, there was probably someone else that he wanted, but he said, I ain't taking that job if there's a transfer ban. Frank and Jody were the only, that was the only duo that wanted that job. No one's ever going to tell me anything different. Um, do you think, sorry, Rick, if I, if I can, do you think then, because I, I, I agree. I think what you're saying makes, does make sense actually. Losing Hazard, because we knew he was going, transfer ban. Who does want to, you know, volunteer? In situation? Not many top managers necessarily would. 
um, those that probably backed themselves the most might have been in other jobs. But then, do you think it was that first season managing to ride out that transfer ban and to secure top four and get to a cup final? Do you think that was the reason he was given funds? And I know that brings up the next question of whether the signings were his or not, um, with the rumours of like the falling out with Marina. That would suggest that maybe, okay, the signings weren't necessarily Frank Lampard's, but that first season... Can I, sorry, can I just jump in very quickly about the signings business? I think that um, uh, he was very much in place as the figure of football. Everybody knows Frank Lampard across the globe. And I feel like the board knew who they wanted and they needed Frank Lampard and Petr Cech to go get them. Mm. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. But then would a would a top level manager not have the same sort of pull if they're building a what, what, dynasty? I mean, wasn't here, they weren't here else? for this season though. So Frank and Jody were. Frank was the name, yeah. Petr Cech was there. If they he... wanted those signings for this season. Yeah. Right, yeah. If he hadn't have finished fourth, he would have gone in the summer. Yeah. Too right. That's that's how that's how on a tightrope that his position was it was he exceeded expectations last year and it's a it's been a difficult season but you're talking about we've had a bad five games five six games whatever it is that's come off the back of 17 games unbeaten there's no way that you've pulled a novice manager after one season in management pulled him in for a long-term project and sacked him after a year and a half. So do you it, think... It was a stopgap. It was a stopgap. Do you think Frank knew that then? Oh, I think he probably thought he would get the season. Mm. Oh, I think he probably... Because what I read, I saw Matt Law... I think it was Matt Law tweeted yeah. something earlier saying it was three years and only two were guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, mm. I saw that. And, it, and he hasn't got through the... They were just waiting. They were sitting there waiting for the first sign of a bad run after spending... Oh, look, we've lost four out of five games. We've given him 200 million. Bye-bye. That's, that's literally what it was. I think my biggest fume about all of this, and I have been raging today, is that every single team in our league has fucked up at some point. Liverpool are, are currently compiling the worst defence of a title I've ever seen. They're not being just been in crisis. We, we, we didn't They're, do great in uh, 2000. What was it? 2015. Oh, okay, yeah. Was that when Jose went a bit nutty on us? Good um, old tenth season. But um, but but in, in you know of recent times, I'm like you know Liverpool yeah, were deemed uh, that like this season they were going to be you know top of the tree again. No one's going to be able to catch them. Every single team this season so far has had an awful time of it yeah, at some point. We're fifth round of the FA Cup. We topped the group in our Champions League. We are five points off of top four. Now, I'm not saying for a second that top four is an achievement. However, when you still have, you know, you're still in the mix for three competitions. 11 points off of top is not tragic with, what, 18 games to go or whatever there is. I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, you cannot, with a straight face, tell me that that warranted somebody being sacked. 
So this was either in the pipeline and Roman just got a very itchy finger the minute that Tuchel was uh, released from PSG, uh, wanting a top manager. I know the links are saying for the German, you know, for Werner and Havertz, but I'm really sorry. Our team is of 11. And now I worry about what that means for our club going forward and our team going we, forward. We all do. I think it'd be good to come on to the, the, you know, the worries and concerns about personnel. But in terms of like whether it was Roman's issue, itchy trigger finger like I just it, it all starts to make a little bit more sense if you think he Roman's not just been influenced by the fact Tuchel's become available he's also potentially influenced by the fact that Marina's going back to him going well he just he's insisting he wants Declan Rice even if it costs 90 million or you know Marina might be turning around going right well someone's come to me and said that Rudiger and Kepa who are on you know, it cost us a lot over a period of, you know, Kepa signed a seven-year contract, so his, his transfer fee is amortised over that, plus his wages, you know, okay, seven years instead of five, but it's still an expensive acquisition for somebody who isn't playing. And we've seen it before with Chelsea managers be where, shit then. Well, exactly, but we've seen it before with Chelsea managers where they are forced, almost like forced to play players who are on high wages, players who owe the club money. And that then look at Tamori as well. I know, like it's just all that situation as well. That I reckon that's in it as well. I'm sorry to jump in like that, but no, 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 no. it's just a, it's a very good point. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, got... it's, yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh no, I was just going to say my 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 real issue with this is that we've seen, you know, managers go for a lot worse and. Uh, considering the climate we're in, considering, you know, it's not easy for anybody. And I, do, oh, I, do, I actually despair because I fully believed this time. I fully believed that with the transfer brand, bringing through the academy, making use of what we've got, utilising some quality little players we've got who just need... Adding some well planned signings. This season, he would have some time. I don't understand still how you think you can chuck £220 million at something and expect it to click straight away. Now, we've bought an awful lot of players from all different areas and we've lumped them all in. And I think what you've just said, Ash, is completely right. I think that he's been dictated to who he needs to play because you're full choice centre-back doesn't go to second choice. Does not happen unless something is going on in the background. Now, this yeah. is where I think our club needs to make a fucking decision about themselves. Because if you're if you're wanting yeah. if you're wanting to, to do something for the future, Frank Lampard is your man, as is your patience. He's not got us rock bottom of the bloody league. He's not made a mockery of our club. We've had a few bad results after a 17 unbeaten run. 17 yeah. game unbeaten run. Now, yeah. no one else has done that this season, you know, and yeah. we're, we're still in the competitions. We went out of the carabao with a bloody penalty shootout, like hardly embarrassing. But I get Box to the goes. point, I get to the point now where I'm just, I don't understand where this now leads us because Someone else has got to come in and now bed in, learn somebody completely new. Frank Lampard's already got four or five months on that person. 
and already had a, a season in the league. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm going to be proper ranting. But I don't no, understand no, what the direction... I don't understand what the direction of our club is now because it seemed to me that everybody was thriving off of having the academy... Uh, boys in and enjoying that we added what we thought you know were were quality players into the mix to make this something for the future and now it today uh, uh, yeah, uh, you yeah. know the loading of the gun automatically we're now being told short is short-term game again just just to take it back to what you're saying about the unbeaten run mm. six seven weeks ago man united weren't doing very well and yes. all of the press about Ole yeah. But they didn't. They just got dumped out of the Champions League. They're in the Europa League. And everyone's talking Ole out. Lampard was on an unbeaten run. There were talks of giving him a contract extension. Six weeks later, it's been reversed. Not, not only has it been reversed, it's been reversed to the point that Lampard's been sacked. Now, it doesn't make sense with all of the, all of the effort that's been put into bringing the youth through. I'm wondering if there was a, a more significant expectation that the youth... You know, and everyone says, you know, youth, an academy product is free. Why, why go and sign other players from the rest of the world when academy products are free? Well, they're not free. Roman has pumped millions into Cobham, into the academy, and he wants to see fruits of that. Now, we're at a time when actually we've, we've got some great ones coming through. But if we're sitting eighth in the league, is he questioning whether they're good enough? Is he questioning whether academy products are enough to get him the success he wants for this club? I mean, one thing I will say... And, you know, it's easy to be harsh on, on Abramovich on a day like today, right? But Oh, I love the guy. The guy but the guy does want success. He does want success. And his but formula works. It but it, it does, but is it at all costs, you know? Mm-hmm. With a lot of a lot of non-Chelsea fans would have turned around and said, Chelsea lost his soul, you know, we lost our soul when, when, when Roman joined and we started spending millions to win the league. But I feel like we're, we're losing more of it today. Mm. For sure, man. And it's like a, it's like, and, and you're talking about like the mix of youth and then the signings trays. Like for me, it's like a a, a menu, like a, a dish, like a, a, you know, a, a chef needs time. You know, you don't create a good broth in five minutes. You give things time, and all those ingredients need time to work together. And unfortunately, we're at a cut and run culture club. But that's what I kind of had hoped had changed, if you want me to be honest. I thought that we had finally seen something that we could potentially mould into a team that wins for the next 10 years, not just let's win something this season or next season and then we're going to be on this manager uh, merry-go-round. I'm sick of it. It's the reason we lost De Bruyne. It's the reason we lost Salah. It's the reason we lost Lukaku. That short-termism. It's the reason we lost Jose Mourinho, who's doing a better job at Spurs than many thought he would after United. Um, but sacking managers, Russian standards. Mm. <laughs> I like that. That's He's good. just got himself the teaser, hasn't he, for the, <laughs> for the tweet. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's, that, that's got to be a teaser. So what about you, Jordan? Like, How are you feeling? Um, I don't know. It's, it's a strange one, man. Like obviously, I say when he was uh, uh, walking out, and he was just like, like laughing, and he was happy with uh, the mount mount being the captain and stuff like that. Like 
you take into the game before, I found that he was really, you could tell that it was like really on top of him. The world was on top of him. And it just like from that game to then obviously against Luton and he was all laughing and yeah, okay, we won and that, but it just, so it do you almost, think... so for me, like the weight, he already knew going into that game, the weight was lifted off his shoulders. Like if you look at him when he come out against Leicester, even before we lost, Looked like he was shitting himself. You could see it yeah, in his face. Yeah, you could see it in his face. When he, if you look at that clip back where he shook Brendan Rodgers' hand, you can mm. see that was a scared man. He's so you think then opinion. going into Luton, he knew, so it was like a yeah. 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 Giggles game. No, I, I genuinely think that you, if you if you contrast between the Leicester game before we even lost to uh, just in general the whole looting game, his mannerisms completely changed. And I so think did his press conference, didn't it? His press conference oh, yeah. after Luton was incredibly aggressive. I think. I think. I think he he knew, and I think there's certain. Well, in my opinion, I think there were certain players and certain people probably in the board that he sort of lost touch with. Unfortunately, that's my opinion. I think this. I I I still think that we haven't found out yet, and I don't think we ever will. But the Tamori situation, I think that was a bit fucked up. Um, Rick. I, I, and oh, go on, sorry. No, no. When you finish, mate. When you finish. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's all I can think really. That's the that's that's the things. Yeah. That's about it. I was really. just gonna ask, oh, no, ask Rick if he thinks the same. If he, he thinks Lampard knew it was done before Luton. Do you think him making Mason Mount captain was that act? He he wanted to do something. His final to, hurrah. I, I hate to mm. bring it back to an England job, but um you know, the, the, there was a caretaker manager in charge of England, and he made David Beckham captain, and that was his that was his stamp. It was Peter Taylor, and that was his stamp on the English football history. Is has Lampard, Rick, has Lampard done the same? Was that his stamp on Chelsea history by making Mason Mount captain when he knew he was leaving? I think he. I'm not convinced he definitely knew he was going, but I think he thought there might have been a chance at that point and he probably knew he was on borrowed time. And yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I'm happy. Yeah. If that was the last sort of big decision he had to make before uh, the, the bullet was fired, I'm actually really happy he did that because I almost feel like, and I know everybody wants to say about, you know, Lampard and his son Mason, whatever. Like, I laugh at that shit now. But uh, yeah. ultimately... Frank Lampard sees in Mason Mount what he was. And I think he yeah. knows that Mason Mount is going to go far. So the fact that he stuck that yeah. armband on him as his last hurrah actually makes me really proud of him. Honestly, oh, I just think what a man. Yeah, I love it. And I, I, I think I, th I think he did. I think he knew. And that's why we said... And uh, the, the rumour is that um, Frank didn't actually tell Mason Mount he was captain. He just put the uh, captain's armband on his in shirt. his little locker. Yeah, that's shirt. what he did. He just hooked it up there, didn't he? That's what he said in the and, press conference. Uh, at the, for, all the talk, for all the talk of it's only loot and blah, 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 you can only beat what's in front of you. Their players are still... They're out for health and ever trying to create a cup upset. And we had to beat them. And I love the fact that Lamp's last game in charge saw Mason Mount as captain and three goals scored by an academy graduate, a hat-trick in the FA Cup, the first person to do that since... Carrie Frank Dixon. Lampard. Frank oh, no, Frank Lampard. The first person to do that. First Englishman Whoops. 
score a hat-trick in the FA Cup since Frank Lampard. Love yeah. that. Assists from Callum Hudson-Odoi, Academy graduate. Assists from Rhys James, Academy graduate. The first goal, the first Premier League goal scored in the Lampard era, Mason Mount. The last Premier League goal scored in the Premier League era, uh, in the Frank Lampard era, was Mason Mount. And I like those. I like those things. I just hope, and I know we all do, hope and pray that whoever comes in next doesn't just rip the lifeblood out of this team in the form of the youngsters that have made an impression. Can I um, just go back ever so slightly um, when we were talking about um, players potentially uh, knocking on the boardroom door? Um, Player power. You said you're going to stab one of them, Trace, didn't you? Yeah, I will if I have to. Um, <laughs> hashtag hustle. Um, I <laughs> honestly, I was so fucking mad about this. If if this, and I feel like we have to talk about this because it's although it's a rumor, we ha- we don't know. I mean, Matt Law's written quite a lot, and he's not been wrong a lot of times. He's very well in the know when it comes to Chelsea, which is why we all shut ourselves when we saw Matt Law tweet very early this morning. Um, if it is true that the likes of Rudiger, Alonso, Kepa and Jorginho are banging on the boardroom door to have a pop about Frank Lampard because they are not being played, then my only fucking thing to that is you wouldn't be dropped if you were good enough. And unfortunately, if you're not being played, that's your lookout. The manager should not pick you because you think you are better than anybody else. The manager should pick you because you are going to change a game. You are going to be part of a game that is going to get you those three points or see you through to the next round of a cup competition. Now, if this is actually true, I and there has also been talk of... um, some not very nice uh, behaviour towards academy players, then whoever that is, if that is true, should be sacked on the fucking spot because you don't bring players through an academy, bring them through to the first team, who, by the way, are not the ones I feel letting us down, then you do not deserve to be at our club because you do not treat anybody in in a... dismissive way or exactly. a, a bullying way but just because you don't like the position you're in you have it's the disgusting. choice to leave you do and not you know what, make, we, put we, that on somebody else exactly and we've been lucky enough to talk to former Chelsea players and hear of the influence that the older professionals at the club had in their time and how they were taken under the wing of others and you know that should still be happening now older players have a responsibility Quite simply, older players have a responsibility, not just to do their best, but to nurture and help the youngsters coming through. You look at comments from John Terry, Frank Lampard, anybody who joined the club when we were eight, like getting towards our most successful, when we were settled, they were, you know, Marcel Desai. I doubt he fucking put the shitters on, on John Terry at all. Um, oh, you know, quality John idol, Terry took yeah. The place of, Oh, he's fallen he, off he his chair. Oh, no. Now that would have put somebody's fucking neck out. Oh, for fuck's sake. Am I here? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? I love it's just it. It's nice not being me for once. Reckless well smug. We have to have a fall off the chair. Um, can anyone on. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I can hear you now, bro. What, what, what was the last thing you heard? 
Um, Other than me falling off a chair. Desai wouldn't have put the shitters up John Terry. Yeah, and that, uh, yeah, John Terry coming into the team age 17, that would have put somebody's neck out. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't hear about it. It didn't cause anybody to lose a job. I think it's too you know, much. And of that it should now. be happening now. I think the older, mm, older players have a have a job to fulfil in that dressing room. And I think the only older player that I trust, well, the only older players that I trust are Aspilaqueta and Thiago Silva. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you think on those rumours, Rick, that there's potential a bit of player power going on here and a little bit of disgruntledness rather than just cracking on with it? They're causing freaking issues. I think now in hindsight, it really does look like there has been some issues, um, especially the whole Rudiger thing. Mm. He's gone from not being anywhere near the team to all of a sudden he's playing FA Cup games he's playing the odd league game when Silver's not fit um, yeah so so to play at devil's advocate with that Rick right if uh, they have gone knocking on the boardroom and demanding that you know uh, uh, Jordan has been saying for a very long time on these pods that Rodegar was being played because of the Euro position and wanting to get into his national size and um, at first, I won't lie, I wasn't too sure about it. I thought as time went on, I thought, yeah, it was very odd. However, if you are then sacking a man for not getting the results and he's not playing the team he wants to play, how the fuck do you sack the man? Go on, Rick. I tell you what, to put a different spin on it, I'm not... I'm not entirely sure if it is the players knocking on the door. I'll tell you what I think it is. I think it's the agents. Mm, interesting. Agents have massive power in football. They're friends with certain managers. They're friends with boardroom members. It's, I don't think it's the players because no man or woman who's got any sense about them, if Kepper knocks on your door... And he's moaning that he's not playing. Mm-hmm. You see him against Luton, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, in all serious though, I do, I do believe it's not so much the players. I think it's the agent power, and they there, there's so there much were, money inside of it. Well, there were reports out. that um, that Rudiger and Aspi had a dust up. And you can imagine how that mm. split the camp as well, because you've got the real pros and the youngsters who are probably looking at Asbilaqueta as the example. Yeah. And all well, he's, a, he's a captain. Siding with Rüdiger. Yeah, club captain. Mm. I mean, you wouldn't do it to John Terry, so it makes you... No, definitely not. makes you wonder, doesn't it, how, how big for their boots some of these players have got. Yeah, Rick? That's what I was saying. Can you imagine if someone did it to Dennis Wise back in the day? He'd have you. Uh, two foot them in the fucking changing rooms. I just, I, I, I find, I know I'm young, young, so, but I just find with the, the football, how it used to be to how it is now, it's just completely changed. You got people like, you know, Roy Keane and Sooness and all that, always saying, you know, these fucking players, all they do, they, they don't give a fuck if they lose. They're always on Instagram or whatever yeah. after, liking rivals players. Like, do you not know really fucked me off? And it weren't even our club. It was the you're not, It was the Ch- Manchester derby, the nil-nil shitty one. And they, they, they both played absolutely fucking dreadful. It was awful. And now you see Stones and Maguire straight away, as soon as the 90-minute whistle went, hug. And I just thought, 
I don't know if I I understand it's professionalism, but I find like the games proper changed. Like they don't. I just all I don't fucking know. pansies. All fucking pansies. And this is the problem with the money. It's the money for, you know. But do we? Uh, but do we think though? So regardless, Rick, of whether it's agents having a word or the player themselves get you know, or getting in a little huddle, the ones who aren't very happy. Um, causing some kind of disruption somewhere. If that is the case, and Frank Lampard ends up choosing them because he's potentially forced to, how do you sack the man if it's not his decision? I don't see Rudy playing in that position over Zuma or Tamori. Now, Tamori got... Or Silva. So you got completely frozen out, Tamori... I don't think, I personally don't think that's a Frank Lampard move. I don't think it is. Now I don't think it is. No. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I think. Like, obviously, when Frank come out and was like in his conference or whatever, that Tamori's well in his plans and that. And I'm not going to lie, hold my hands up. I thought he was chatting bollocks because, um, you know, just initial freezing him out. And you know, Frank's way of telling after, us after, after after um what's it called when Christensen got sent off against Liverpool and he come on and made that little cameo, he didn't put a foot wrong for however long it was, and I just thought from that point onwards, you know, he'd be in the mix. And, yeah, I, um, I wonder, given he's the youngest and on the lowest wages and signed a long contract, if it was just. Easy for the club to say, well, send him out on loan. We'll get our other team to pay his wages because he's on low wages. Well, it, it was you, you you're definitely Have we invested so much in the team from a sort of midfield and, and forward perspective? Are we reluctant to spend the big bucks in defence? We bought Silver in on a free. Okay, we're paying him some wages, but maybe the, the, there's a, a, a lack of investment. At the back, maybe they've said don't spend big on defenders. Therefore, make the most of Rudiger and Silva, who are on the highest wages, and then mm. the two with the, the lowest wages beyond that are Christensen and then Tamori. But we tried to I offload. Was... But we tried to offload Rudiger in the summer. Didn't happen. And he, but it was because he would have had to take a pay cut or whatever it was. He dug his heels in. He, there he was wanted... another thing as well. Uh, Matt Law said on his podcast that. For Ruder, Rudiger to go out on loan, I think you had to have over two-year contract. I'm pretty sure he said that. And I think Rudiger didn't match that credential. Well, I know he's got 530 days left on his contract. And he, and, he, and he also... Um, <laughs> How do he you also, know? Because someone's made an Twitter. account of it. Yeah, oh, Rudiger's, like yeah someone did a like William one as well. Someone did a William one the other day. I was fucking creasing. I think I think we need to go back though and look at like now kind of this uh, departure in 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 its realist terms. Now I think I don't think any of us are happy. I think every pod we've done since the beginning of the season, we've all been very pro Lampard. We've all been very pro patience. Salam. Yeah. Still, um, it's just a shame that it's not fucking happening. You know what I mean? But- I've had two breakups in a week. That's how <laughs> I feel. <laughs> fucking fuming, mate. Well, I had three lots of pain in one day. So, you know, I fell over on the yeah. ice. I bit my cheek when I was eating my dinner and Frank Lampard went. I mean, it doesn't get much worse <laughs> than that, to be fair. Oh. What a fucking day. Jesus. 
But I look at this now in its isolated case and say, I, you know, I, I know I can speak for us all by saying pro Lampard, pro patients, pro academy, pro long term success. Mm. Bored of the the manager merry-go-round. Bored of uh, you know the short-termism that that we are that we are with Roman and his itchy finger. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Roman, and he he, he ain't usually wrong, is he? In terms of he's got a formula and it, it does the job. But we are now talking about something that looked like we were changing direction as a club. The same way Man United have chosen to use Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And, uh, you know, if anyone was going to at that point, probably would have been in fight. You've even got Arteta at Arsenal. Yeah, you know, I've turned it that. around to a certain point. Now, things are changing. Pep's now been at City for a few years. Klopp has been at Liverpool for a few years. None of them has instant success. They've had to work their way. And City has spent way more than we have just on their defence. Um, but it, it continues now where it looks like everybody else was changing in that direction and we were following suit. And I was so happy about that. And now I feel like we're going fucking backwards again. Manager merry-go-round. Two years absolute max for anybody. And I feel like I was sold a dream and it's been ripped from under me. And I am really, really upset about this because I don't understand it at all. If we were in an awful position... I would have to hold my hands up and go, okay, I love Super Frank, but he's not doing it. I can't say that about him because we've I got mean, if I can if I can jump in there, we've all backed Lampard and he should still be our manager. I think we should have given him time. That's that that is the headline on what I'm about to say. I don't think he's helped himself in recent weeks, like we've spoken about on recent podcasts. His consistent chopping and changing mm-hmm. of the team. Was that his choice, though, now? Do you, do you, do you well, reckon well, that he was doing that to fuck the board off? I think no, he was think doing it for the board. Oh, right, OK, Fez. Fez. in a rock, hard place. I, I honestly think he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. And we don't we, we won't know the full details. But either way, I think he... Ultimately, whatever the board say, regardless of who he's putting in that team, he has stuck to a 4-3-3 when we've questioned that. Um, particularly against some opposition, he has like he's, he's he's held back from making substitutions when we can all see that a substitution is needed. Um, we've been crying out for it, and then we get it in the 70th minute. And what do you know? It changes, you know, the face of the game, even if not the result. Um, so, you know, as much as I love Frank Lampard and believe he should still be our manager and shouldn't have been sacked. Um, I think we have to do... He hasn't helped himself. I think we have to understand and appreciate the fact that he has... I don't know what shown, shit you're talking. He has, shown, he has shown his inexperience. Now, that that inexperience... I didn't I didn't catch what you said. What oh, it doesn't say? matter. doesn't matter. Carry on. No, what did you say? Go on. I said, I don't know what shit you're chatting, to be fair. I don't think he's done anything... You agreed, that, with, like... you agreed, with, him. You agreed with it on previous podcasts. No I, no, I do. But I don't think that that actually puts him in the position that he's in today. That is, as we've all said, him learning on the job. Because... Yeah, but that's, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. Our I, club I, I, decided... Yeah, but no, no but I'm our... No, 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 uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I just was joking. But my point is, is that he was bought into the club... If you want instant success or within two seasons success, 
And one of the seasons has a transfer ban and you lose the best player in the league, in my opinion, then Frank Lampard ain't that man. So what did you employ him for? Is it, like Rick said, was it because it was always a stopgap? It was to get us through that terrible time and Frank Lampard being the legend of our club that he is would have had that respect for the first season. Now we've got potentially jumped up players who aren't our best players, like causing a bit of mischief. And, you know, we are where we are today. I just, I agree with you. I think that, that Frank Lampard has made mistakes. I think he would have continued to make mistakes. But he wasn't going to send us down and he wasn't going to get us in an awful position, in my opinion. No, but, I agree. I'm not... One but second. the club... I, the club... It's an experimental stage, trying it with the youth, bringing in some world-class signings, bringing in an inexperienced manager. Like I said, back to that recipe whole like analogy, that if you're cooking something good, it's going to take a bit of time. And mm. he, should have been given that, he should have been given that time. His mistakes haven't helped him. And that is the thing that, you know, we, we all see the fucking shit side of Twitter at the moment. And all those who are Lampard out, who are, are now calling us plastics for sticking by a club legend mm. and wanting to give this project time. Um, they, you know, it's just, a, it, that's the facts. The facts are he's inexperienced as a manager. Yeah. Okay. He's made some mistakes. So do we think then, so do we think then based on um, how Ricky feels that, that um, the, the contract and, and the position for Frank could have been initially given to him, um, do we think then that it literally just took a very small bad run for that to be his time up? Is that what you're? Is that what you think, Rick? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's you're not that from a board point of view. There was never a project. Mm. There was never a whether Lampard knew that or not is something different. That's a different aspect. But from my point of view, what I've read and what I see. There's no way the board ever had any intention of a product. There's there's never been a project, especially not with Lampard as manager. It's never been in place. They haven't ended a project early. There was never a project to start with. They were waiting for a bad run. So he's 200 million. Oh, you've lost four out of five games. Who loses four out of five games after spending 200 million? Bye, Frank. That's mm. exactly what it was. Mm. There, 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 there's nothing more to it. There's nothing less to it. That's exactly what it is for me. And it's oh, unfortunate. Don't. It makes me want to cry. It really makes me want to cry to think that I think I've just been so sucked in by our club and they've just got to punch me straight I in was the sucked face. in. I was sucked in as well. Yeah. I think we all were sucked in. It's a man when they're down, mate. Yeah, literally. Literally have. Oh, go on, Rick. I just wanted to... I just wanted to address something. I'm going to try and not rabbit on about this for too long. Um, Rabbit hole. <laughs> I just wanted to address the Frank Out Brigade, um, who who seem to be really confused why so many of us are upset that he's been sacked. He's the record goal scorer. He's arguably the best player that's ever pulled on a pulled on a Chelsea shirt for me, anyway. Yeah. And just look at how the man conducts himself on and off the pitch, even when he was a player. Consummate professional. 
never, never, I can't even remember him doing anything wrong off the pitch, apart from when he was really young. But since he's been an adult, he's a consummate professional on and off the pitch. He's a gentleman. He loves the club. Why, if you're not upset, Football's not for you. Thank you. <laughs> Football's you, not for you. Do you know what, Rick, today, uh, um, from 1905 account, we at the Shed are getting an awful lot of stick because one of their guys was on Sky Sports today who actually, I thought, gave a very good account of how we probably all feel as fans. And Agreed. And um, they're getting an awful lot of shit. Well, I never realised their replies were so much fun, so I took a little delve in today to be called... To, to, to be told to shut the fuck up, you plastic, to me, yeah. right? Who uh, then I had to t- who turn around and also said to me, but you've never been to a game. Uh, okay, well, 25 years or so, season ticket holders, yeah. stick so, that at your four, fucking ass. a 14-year-old from fucking 3,000 miles away behind yeah. a computer screen. And I'm not kidding you, right? <laughs> that I was told that I needed to learn that it was Chelsea FC and not Lampard FC. Now, I understand that sentiment because we will all get over this. I know this, but we're allowed to hurt. And if you have an affiliation with the club and if you have an emotional um, grip with the club that you support, which I expect everyone who supports the club to have, then excuse me if I'm going to take five minutes to just do, you know, say how I feel about it. I don't really care yeah, if right. you like it. I don't really care if you want to tell me I'm plastic. You're only saying that yeah. to me because you never don't even know where fucking Fulham Broadway is. So do me a favour. Yeah. Yeah. The irony is, the irony is, this is a player who a lot of the the actual plastics they they support the club because of Frank Lampard's goals because we were doing yeah. well yeah. under Frank Lampard. Irony. That's irony. <laughs> exactly. Like, if exactly it was, that. If it was, if, like, did they keep up a stink about Di Matteo? Probably not. not. Much, no. They okay, probably went around. He won stuff, but he, he went alive. He actually, <laughs> he had a better, he had a, he had a better group of players. Exactly. And if it was YZ or if it was any other former player from before 2003, would they be saying the same? No. No. Because they don't fucking remember. They don't know. And whatever, whatever anybody says, whatever anybody says is those who bleed blue connect with Frank Lampard on a, on another level. Yep, 100%. We all wanted him to succeed. We all it, wanted him to succeed. And this is the thing, though, that regardless, of, like, when we had all this weirdo Sarri people, um, literally, we went from, like, them just, like, blindly supporting Sarri and telling the rest of us that we didn't support him. But no one, none of them were supporting the club. When Frank came in, because yep. of Sarri, they took an immediate dislike to the bloody appointment and Point Blank refused to support the side. Now, I don't know any fan, any fan that I'm associated with or who I stand with at Stamford Bridge that would ever turn around to me and say, not fancying this one. Even with the... if. Two Cal ends up being. I know a lot of people aren't overjoyed about it. I understand that. They're still not going to be arseholes to him when they get back. We're going to still get behind him. Yeah, they're still. Yeah, it's fun with being arseholes if he's if he's if he's if he's rigid and boring and tactically naive and whatever. He's got no excuses because he's been there and done it. Lampard is up and coming. He's got a lower expectation level. 
by rights because he's, he's more inexperienced. But getting an experienced manager in, there's a higher bar of expectation straight away. Oh, I've seen a lot of people so, say he's got to win know. us the Champions League, um, the FA Cup and the well, league now. <laughs> Sorry, Rick, earlier you were going to say something when we were wrong, talking Mark. about... I just wanted to kind of touch on, I think it was Ash that said, you know, someone 3,000 miles away or however far, like it tends to be not to pigeonhole people, but it does tend to be people from abroad um, who are very Lampard out. And I feel like I'm in a unique position that I live abroad now. Mm. So I can kind of touch on the affinity you have being in the UK for not only Chelsea, but for any team in England Mm. and now living abroad, Mm. I've been on both sides. You cannot, you cannot have more of an affinity with a football club than someone that goes every week. If you're not able to go every week, that's unfortunate. If you can't watch all the games, it's unfortunate. Not everyone can go every week. Not everyone can watch your games. I understand that. But if you go every single week or you watch all the games, you get it. If you don't, if you've never been to the ground, if you've never seen us be shit, you don't get it. That's a fact. It's got nothing to do with where you live. Yeah. It's just a fact. You can't have an affinity with something if you're not near it. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. And that's no disrespect to anyone who might be earlier. listening to this in Australia. It's the same. Yeah. Sorry, Ash, go on. Yeah. I had one earlier on Twitter who, who was like slagging off Tammy Abraham. Oh, God, I saw that. Honestly, I've got noise. This is, this is Tammy Abraham who scored a header three days ago, two, two days ago. Um, and it's just that, and I, I, I didn't even say, like, look at his stats. I said, look at his stats, but look at his play. He is improving. He's young and he is improving. And the second I replied with a picture that I took after Tammy had scored a winner away at Arsenal and said he's done it in the Prem, silence. But <laughs> what I do want to add is I th- it's easy to cast that net and say fans abroad don't get it. And I agree with what you're saying, Rick. I do want to just highlight the fact that fans in North America and Canada, oh, great. I found have been very pro-Lampard, very positive, and they, they seem, seem to get it more than the rest of the world, which has yeah. been quite a, 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 a nice thing to see on Twitter. And actually, I would add to that, like, we've got, um, we've got loads of lovely Americans who follow us, like, um, I'm going to point out Patrick Moen List, purely because he's so involved, and he's, yeah. he's so, he's so Big excitable, Patrick, so excitable about Chelsea, and, yeah, happy birthday um, for last week as well, Pat. oh yeah, happy birthday for last week, Pat, um, and I just think, he, like, he is the sort of fan who's living abroad, who, actually really does have an affinity. I do I do agree with what you're saying, Rick, though, on the whole. I think there's a lot of people in a lot of different places who um, seem to just want to... just decided that Chelsea are their team. That That's how it seems to me. And then when we're not yeah. winning things, then, oh, I mean, so many I've seen yeah. who have now got their name as on loan to Man City 
online to Liverpool. <laughs> you know when you're just like, are you? Oh, I yeah. really wanted to see someone say on loan at Leicester though, because I'd have been fully on board with them wanting to do that. But Brilliant. do you know when you think they're the people you can't take seriously? They're the people you're talking about, Rick. They're the people that literally just go over my head. Like you, I can't take you seriously, mate. Sorry, Rick, go on. No, I just wanted to just say thank you for explaining it a lot better than I did, to be honest. <laughs> no, um, I knew what you meant. No, I knew what you, you meant. You got There's... it spot on. Like I went to, I've been to New York a couple of times and I've met some of the New York Chelsea fans and they're great. They've been fans since the early 90s. Not everyone can be fans since the early 90s. It depends no, how old you are yeah, in the yeah. 80s and the 70s. It's impossible. But it does tend to be the ones that are Lampard out or whoever out. They do yeah. tend to be the ones that have never been together. That's just a fact. Uh, the other funny thing. The ones that have never been yeah, together. And I feel like, I feel like some parts of the world, they have, they've adopted teams and they feel like they have a bragging right over friends who support Liverpool or Arsenal. So they just yeah. demand instant success because they, they've decided they're a Chelsea fan and they don't want to get ripped by Arsenal and Liverpool, Man United, Man City fans or whatever in their village or city. So they just they demand instant success. And it's not, it's, it's not about that. You know, this is a club that has existed since 1905. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't and, new. And it's, it's a nice little club there, Well done, I think as well, like the funny thing I did see today was the absolute shift on Twitter today where a lot of Lampard outs then shat themselves at the thought of Tuchel coming. So be careful what you wish for, people, because we have no idea how this bald, clashing, dressing room, upsetting manager is going to go if we get him. So, you know, sometimes it's better to uh, stick with the devil, you know. 100%. 100%. Jordan, do you, I feel Agreed. like... Uh, do you want to talk about Tuchel? I don't know if I want to talk about him on Frank Lampard's farewell podcast. All I can think, just quickly, all I'm going to say is that he sold Pulisic to us. Um, so he has managed him. Um, but sold yeah, him. He, Thiago Silva, he had him for a little bit at, at, at PSG. He wanted to keep Silva. Uh, Actually, yeah. he fell out with the board. Over, he fell out he, on the board over it. Over. You know, if the he does come, he's, he's, got, he's got him. Um, I, I, I don't know, you know... He, just because he's everyone's saying, oh, what pisses me off is, is I understand that they're out of form currently, or, or not, not, not being consistent. Obviously, Werner is trying his almighty, almighty hardest, but it's, things that pissed me off earlier was like certain people. I can't remember. I've, I've just seen a few tweets, and it's like. Uh, Tuchel potentially coming in, blah, blah. Um, hopefully he can revive Havertz and Werner. But they're not the only two fucking players that, you know, he needs to revive yeah, a lot of fucking players. Not not the, not just them two because he's German and they are. Yeah, I agree. It's, okay. you know, and there's other things as well going around. Uh, he wanted Rudiger and Jorginho at PSG and, oh, they've got a new revive thing. It, it, to me, this like the, he, we can't all make these assumptions. If he comes in, he comes in. We back him. We do. Um, I did put a tweet. Years ago, I'm going to put my hands lot, up. Put a, a tweet earlier out of anger. I have deleted it, so I might have screenshotted it. Maybe 
but I have deleted it. I shouldn't have done it, but I said, I won't. Uh, I basically said, fuck two shell and, and, uh, um, I deleted it because I was supposed to be professional and I, I wasn't at the time, but I was just angry, but yep. Yeah, I hold my hands up and I apologize. I will back him. Um, but, I don't know. From what I've heard, not the greatest of, of uh, relationship with boards. Let's see what happens. But yeah. I'm sad um, to see Frank go, and I yeah. wish him the best in the future, Rick, wherever yeah. he may Rick. go. Uh, Rick, you wanted to jump in? I, th- I just think it's important that we realise that it's not his fault that Lampard's been sacked. Nah, yeah, for so, sure, for sure. That's why so I deleted that tweet as well. When he comes in, I think we, we, we just, can all be emotional. That's why we like love yeah, football, innit? We so. all need to back him at the end of the day. We all have to back him. He's going to be here at least until the end of the season, probably longer, unless something drastic happens in between now and the end of the season. I don't think it will, but... Like um, JT rocking up in his manager's suit. <laughs> ooh, that reminds me, actually. That reminds me. I Go wanted on. to mention something else earlier, and I completely forgot about it. I do not want John Terry to come back. No, ever. I don't either. I don't like this affinity with managers anymore. I don't want him to come back anymore. I, I never want him to come back ever. I don't even want him to come back and cut the grass. Can't have that in my heart. He, he's done. He's done his bit. He's the captain, best ever captain, won everything. Let's leave it at that. Let's watch him go and be a great manager somewhere else. I never want him as our manager because it will never last. It Do you know last. why as well? Because I think we all fell in love with this fairy tale of Frank. And we, like we said, we all got sucked into the board. We all bought into the fact that they were believing in Frank Lampard. Despite his inexperience, they were willing to give this a go. It was something for the future. It was a project. We all know now it's not. And, you know, the first opportunity, he's gone and, you know, they're, they're bringing in someone else to, you know, kind of galvanise the squad or whatever. I don't, you know, maybe, I don't know. But I literally feel like now, and I am hurting and it is raw, but I don't feel like I ever want a, a legend of our club to come back and manage no. to break our hearts again because this is one of the... Honestly, I thought Jose going, even the second time when everyone was really against him, like, that was one of the my most painful feelings in football. This has overtaken that beyond belief. I have been sat on Twitter all day talking to people who I know feel my pain and are experiencing the same thing. And it is genuinely like grieving. And I don't want to do this again. I love football. I love my club. But when you get to a point where you're so invested into somebody because they're your absolute hero to have that whipped out from under you is absolutely disgusting. And I don't like that feeling. Sorry, Ash, you go. Well, that's all right. I feel like we're doing Tracy rants with friends tonight. <laughs> I um, I think with the with the John Terry thing, I, I agree. Um, yeah, same here. It would be a shame for any proper club legend their reputation. But just taking it back to what you said, Trace, quickly about the Jose Mourinho second stint, and when it ended, we were singing his name at every game until the end. We wanted him. We didn't agree with the decision, but Conte's first game, you remember the banner we had? The, well, it wasn't even a banner. We had an Italian flag display. Yep. And 
I want to see that energy for Tuchel. I know we're all sad. I know we're, I know we're upset and we all want Lampard. We all wanted Lampard to succeed. And unfortunately, for reasons beyond our control and reasons we might not ever fully understand, he's not been given that, that full opportunity that we all believed he was going to be given and that we wanted him to be given. But whoever comes in next, Tuchel or anybody else, we get behind them. I don't want to see any manager not succeed at our club. And I'll want, never not back a manager I want, or player. I want that at manager club. to bring the best out of every. Yeah. Of course, of course. So I know, like you know, the cut is very, the cut is very fresh today. The cut is very fresh. But whatever happens, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to back everybody at the club, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, the cut is very fresh. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Tracy just held up her hand to the camera. Uh, she's carrying a war wound. She slipped over in the ice, and as she's been bleeding blue today, by looks of things. But um, but yeah, I you know I, I'm Lampard in. I miss I, I miss Frank Lampard already. I felt like oh, I don't know today. Just like I said, it felt like I've been punched in the chest when I heard like the world stood still. You know, fuck Princess Diana dying. Frank Lampard got sacked. Like, <gasps> For me, that was a big moment. Like, oh my god, that's like <coughs> okay. Not fuck Princess Diana, but do you know what I mean? But do you know what I mean? People, people remember where they were. <laughs> and when it happened, and I'll, I'll remember the day. I understand where you're coming from, but, bro. Don't worry about. I'm that. not going to go and lay flowers outside the bridge just yet. I'm not going to let lay flowers outside the bridge just yet. But I do, I do want to, I do want to throw our support behind whoever comes in next. And Absolutely. I hope we turn this form around and go on to bigger. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think, you know, we, like you say, we're doing this fresh. The whole point of doing this is to, to kind of everyone to know, like, how passionate or see how passionate we are. There, Everyone to, right now today who cares is feeling the exact same things we are. And I think we are... We are going to absolutely back whoever comes in. I think it is likely to be Tuchel. And, you know, um, whatever, I mean... I don't know how it's going to go. None of us ever do. We never know when any appointment's made. But I do think that, you know, the most reasonable of Chelsea fans will get over this and uh, we will back whoever comes. Ultimately, we just want our club to do well. And Agreed. I, For sure. You know, exactly. we're not wankers. We're not going to be doing uh, red crosses through two cows face which you've already seen already and we're not going to be doing two cows out no. before he's even no. managed his first game but you know those people exist unfortunately and they're the same people who don't understand why we are so upset about Lampard yep. can I just say one thing before we finish please yeah fuck Danny Drinkwater oh Danny Drinkwater can go to hell what an absolute arsehole he is honestly I've never known anything like it if uh, he uh, he knew full well, full well what was going on do you know what that guy literally got his karma <laughs> today he literally can't even play his first game for the Turkish side he's moved to because he got a swimming pool injury so stick that yeah, the guy's a dickhead, mate. Yeah. Like, Lampard was still fucking murky, bro. Reserving. But can I say, I don't actually want to end this on yeah. that. Oh, Trace, you said you oh, can't hear you, Ash. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I um, I just want to say, Am I think again? we are literally, you know, slowly. Yeah, you're falling very slowly. Um, we all love Lampard. <laughs> 
he'll always be a legend at our club. There's no way in the world any true proper Chelsea fan is ever turning on Frank Lampard. And exactly. uh, all I can say is, I, well, from all of us, we wish him well. Uh, I actually do hope to see him back at some point at our club because we do love him yeah. that much. And yeah. I know this hasn't been a very nice podcast, but thank you for joining. And we need to keep the blue flag yeah, flying high. <laughs>